أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنا كفيناك المستهزئين الذين يجعلون مع الله إلها آخر فسوف يعلمون ولقد نعلم أنك يضيق صدرك بما يقولون فسبح بحمد ربك وكن من الساجدين واعبد ربك حتى يأتيك اليقين صدق الله العظيم الحمد لله ودفضل الله سبحانه وتعالى Tonight being the 13th Tarawih, we completed the 14th Jews of the Qur'an. We began, we, we, yesterday we terminated Surah Ibrahim, and thereafter we began the 14th Parah today, and then we, we, we read from Surah An-Nahl thereafter. So in one of the surahs that were recited today, the closing verses of that surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, إِنَّا كَفَيْنَا كَالْمُسْتَهْزِئِينَ Addressing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah ta'ala tells him that verily we will suffice for you against those who mock you. <coughs> so Mufassirin mentioned that this was said to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam regarding in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there were many kuffar, they used to mock, they used to taunt, they used to harm Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They caused a great amount of difficulty to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And subsequently, many of them, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroyed them. And Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not retaliate in any way, especially in Makkadul Makarrama. Nabi Akareem did not retaliate in any way. In fact, to such an extent that Hinda, the wife of Abu Jahl, she used to place thorns in the path of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And one, one day Nabi sallallahu came out and he saw that there, there were no thorns placed on that day. So Rahmatun lil Alameen sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went up to her concerned that how come she did not place the thorns today? Is she not well? Something wrong with her? How, went to inquire on her condition. Such as the compassion and the love that Rasulullah had in his heart. So there were five people mentioned under this ayat. Mufassiri mentioned there were five people during the time of Rasulullah that caused a lot of harm to Rasulullah. One was Walid ibn Mughira. So once Nabi Akareem was seated on the mataf and Jibreel Amin comes to Rasulullah and inquires regarding Walid ibn Mughira. Nabi Akareem Sassam replied that he is a very evil person. He caused a lot of harm to me. He left no stone unturned in causing difficulty and harm to me. So Jibreel Amin pointed at Walid ibn Mughira and said that you will be protected from him. Allah Ta'ala will protect you from him and Allah Ta'ala will destroy him. Subsequently Walid ibn Mughira was walking once. He was a very very proud, arrogant, haughty person. He used to wear long robes that you flow well below his ankles. He should not look down whilst he was walking. So he stepped onto some arrows that were lying on the floor. Because of which it penetrated straight into his heel. As a result of which a gaping wound occurred. And this began bleeding profusely and subsequently he bled to death due to his injury. Thereafter Nabi Jibreel Amin comes to Rasulullah and questions Rasulullah Regarding Asim ibn Wa'il, he used to also cause a lot of harm to Rasulullah. Abi Akrim also mentioned that he's an evil person and he has caused a lot of harm, a lot of pain, a lot of hurt to me. 
Jibril Amin points to Asim ibn Wail and says that you will be protected from him. Once Asim ibn Wail, Asim ibn Wail was walking and he did not see where he was walking, there were some poisonous thorns on the floor and he tramped these thorns. As a result, his foot became swollen to such an extent that he came to the size of a camel's hump. And it used to bleed and pus used to flow from it and he had to amputate it and thereafter he died because of his injuries. The next person was Aswad ibn Abdul Muttalib. So Jibreel Amin comes to Rasulullah and questions regarding Aswad ibn Muttalib. Again Nabi Ikram mentioned that despite him being a relative of mine, he still causes a lot of harm and grief and pain to me. Jibreel Amin points to the between the forehead of Aswad ibn Muttalib, ibn Abdul Muttalib, and says that you will be protected from him. Once it so happened that Allah Ta'ala took away the eyesight of Aswad ibn Abdul Muttalib and he became blind. Because of it he could he could not see where he was walking. And many a times he used to bang his head, he used to trip, he used to fall, he used to hurt himself. And as a result of him continuously banging his head, he suffered severe head injuries and he died as a result of his in- injuries. The next person was Aswad ibn Mughis. He also used to cause a lot of harm to Rasulullah wasallam. Again Jibreel Amin questions Rasulullah regarding him. Nabi wasallam mentioned that he has caused a lot of pain to me. Jibreel Amin points at his stomach and says that you will be protected from him, Allah Ta'ala will save you from him. And it so happened that he became very very ill and he developed a stomach illness that used to pain a lot and as a result uh, he was unable to eat etc. And thereafter he died because of his injuries. The fifth person was Haris ibn Qais. He also used to cause a lot of harm to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Jibril Amin also asked Rasulullah sallallahu regarding him and pointed at him, pointed at his face, and as a result he suffered a nose injury, because of which his nose used to continuously bleed, and pus used to flow from his nose, and he died as a result of these injuries. So these were five people during the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and there were many others also that used to cause harm to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi never retaliated in any way and they died as a result of of whatever azab came upon them so Allah Ta'ala mentioned the Quran inna kafina kal mustahzi'in that oh Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam verily will be sufficient for you against those who mock you alladhina yaj'aluna ma allahi laan akhara fasofa ya'namun that those that ascribe martyrs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they will soon see what happens to them, the end result of their actions. وَلَقَدْ نَعْلَمُ أَنَّكَ يَغِيقُ صَدْرُكَ بِمَا يَقُولُونَ They know Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we know well that you feel difficulty and pain in your heart, your heart becomes narrow because of what they are saying, what they are mentioning about you, all that they are saying to you. Allah ta'ala gives Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa advice, فَسَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكَ وَقُمْ مِنَ السَّاجِدِينَ that glorify the praises of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and continue with your ibadat, become, continue with your salah, continue with your ibadat, wa'abud rabbaka hatta ya'tiyaka al-yaqeen, continue worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala till 
your end comes, till yaqeen comes, till your dying day comes. So Allah Ta'ala advises and consoles and comforts Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now friends and elders, there is one very very important point we take out from this incident. In recent times also we see, and it occurs many many times, where you get people, they try to mock Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, they attack the honor, they attack the dignity of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, they bring about a lot of things regarding Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sometimes they make up cartoons, sometimes they make out films, sometimes they make out adverts, sometimes na'uzu billah, they put the Mubarak name of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa on footwear, etc. And definitely as Muslims, our love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa it causes us a lot of grief, a lot of pain. We have that love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa But how do we react regarding it? Do we react in a way that Rasulullah sallallahu required us to react or we go against the sunnah in reacting? Definitely we have to react in some way. But how do we react? Unfortunately we see many a times that you get protest marches and you get campaigning and various forms of slogans, whatever takes place. And many a times these go against the sunnah, against the very of, message of the nubuat of Rasulullah sallallahu so how do we react? We react in the way that Nabi Akram Sallallahu has taught us. And that is to go on to the Mubarak Sunnah. Practice upon the Mubarak Sunnah. And friends and elders, one is when a kafir mocks and attacks the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu They are destined for Jahannam. If Allah Ta'ala is not giving me diet, they are destined for Jahannam. But even worse is when a Muslim who knows the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu who, practice, who is supposed to be practicing upon the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu and he does not practice upon it. Every aspect of the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi we are supposed to bring it into our, our life. How Nabi Akram ate, how Nabi Akram drank, how Nabi Akram spoke, how Nabi Akram treated others. The statement, the sahaba written on him, the mere fact that it was sunnah, they practice upon it. They said, when Nabi Akram did it, they love Rasulullah sallallahu so much, to such an extent that a sahabi was once traveling on a journey in a desert land and he stopped at a place, he went a few meters and he acted like he's relieving himself. He had no need to relieve himself. But he just did like he was relieving himself and thereafter he came back and he continued in the journey. So they asked him, what were you doing? He said that once I was traveling with Rasulullah on the same area and Nabi Wasallam stopped in this place to relieve himself. Just the mere fact that my Nabi did it, his intense love for Rasulullah sallallahu caused him just to stop in that place and do what Rasulullah do like how Rasulullah sallallahu did. So the Sahaba, the mere fact that it was Sunnah, they were ready to carry it out. Unfortunately, nowadays we question that this is it Sunnah? Is it Fard? Is it Sunnah? Oh, it is only Sunnah. Nauzubillah. We leave it out. The Sahaba practiced upon it because it was Sunnah. We leave it out because it is only sunnah. It is not for, it is not wajib, it is not compulsory upon us to act. So this is how we respond with our love, show our love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Increase our love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And how we increase our love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Bring about the complete 
obedience of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam into our lives bring about complete practice of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam hadha min sunnati man ahabba sunnati faqad ahabbani nabi ikram says mentions that that person who loves my sunnah he loves me wa man ahabbani kana ma'i fil jannah and that person who expresses true love for Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam genuine ishq of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam kana ma'i fil jannah he will be with Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in jannah we make dua to allah taala that allah taala give us the realization of the true sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and bless us with the true ishq the true love of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and bless us inshallah with the companionship of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in jannah wa akhiru dawana alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen